Okay, and we're live on YouTube. Uh, so hello, everyone. Welcome to Horizon Weekly Insider number 162. Today is Monday, November 28th. Thank you all for joining us. And please be aware that the call is being recorded so that you all be, will be able to check out the Horizon podcast later on, as well as on YouTube. Please be sure to ask your questions for the team. Uh, the link is currently pinned to the space. Uh, so today we're going to go ahead and kick it off with Victor for the products. Hi, Erika. Um, this week we will release a new version in testnet of our EVM sidechain. Um, of course, the release is uh, only to uh, for specified uh, for uh, let's say a short list of partners who have. Uh, uh, taken the burden of uh, testing uh, this sidechain together with us uh, to report the early bugs uh, that uh, are uh, natural in the development process. Uh, actually, we have also uncovered uh, a new one a few weeks ago uh, that uh, is uh, now removed and uh, will bring a, a good boost in performance. Uh, I don't want to disclose the number, but... Uh, we uh, don't have uh, any more, uh, let's say, a drawback uh, for the performance of, uh, in terms of transaction per second. And um, this is due to improvements in the process of forging new blocks and uh, in uh, the mempool management, uh, where the mempool is the place in which uh, unconfirmed transaction goes uh, before filling a new block. Um, this was achieved, uh, actually acknowledged uh, through specific testing, and um, let's move on uh, with uh, uh, other updates. Um, actually, given uh, that we are now testing with uh, several new partners, uh, we have uh, also received uh, some uh, other um, minor bugs that were that have been fixed with this new version that will be out this week. Uh, that is now in the hands on of our DevOps team. Uh, the one of, among them, there is uh, the new support uh, for batch transactions, and uh, with that we can continue with our deployment uh, of Block Scout Explorer. And uh, also, um, we have uh, achieved compliance with JSON RPC 2.0 specification, and uh, we also have solved uh, some corner cases, uh, like for example, not specifying uh, some. Uh, uh, optional uh, fields that are optional for Ethereum implementations. In our case, were not optional. Uh, so uh, when when they are empty, so we were uh, causing uh, let's say an issue for who was deploying uh, that specific contract. And thank you for surfacing this. Uh, so this was uh, reported by a partner. Uh, we don't uh, yet support methods belonging uh, to the uh, TX pool namespace. Uh, why don't we support yet uh, the TX, uh, TX pool namespace? Uh, this is a non-standard RPC method uh, group uh, to inspect the content of the transaction pool uh, containing all the pending transactions, as we, I was saying before. And uh, given that was stated as a non-standard, uh, we have decided uh, to uh, implement it later on. Uh, actually, uh, we noticed now that uh, um, a, a lot of uh, people is using it, so uh, it's in our pipeline and up next. Uh, that's all from me uh, to Angie for other product updates. Bye. 
Thank you so much, Victor, and hi, everyone. Happy Monday. So, uh, some exciting news. Uh, first of all, there's a Pong's airdrop schedule for, to happen later this week. I know there's a marketing competition ongoing for those token main users. So, expect that to be uh, delivered later this week. Um, we've also released Cobalt version 2.3.1. This is our latest release available now to download. And one of the major features that this version includes is that you can claim Testnet Zen now directly from Cobalt. So you can either go to our uh, faucet or you can also claim some Testnet Zen straight from Cobalt, which is very, very exciting. Um, also, in another uh, news, we got our Block Explorer front-end final report delivered. And what this means is that the audit, um, some of the um, ongoing audits that were happening for TokenMin are now being closed, uh, which is also very important. And our team is just going on their final reviews uh, for those. Um, so yeah, that's what concerns uh, TokenMin updates. For EVM uh, tools support, we have the first version of our EVM MVP documentation. It's now on a test domain and it's been internally reviewed and it's available now um, and ongoing uh, under a review. So it's also really, really exciting. We're going to be adding some designs uh, to that and also um, some more documentation as we become, as we uh, make our documentation more and more robust uh, for the EVM project. Uh, some of the EVM, EVM website designs are still in progress and some of them have already been reviewed. And uh, we also continue the development of uh, EVM compatibility in Cobalt. I would just like to mention some of the very high level features that this would uh, entail. Uh, and it's, it's really, really a very interesting and, and also complex work stream, but I think it's worth of mentioning, for example, users would be able to see and have their balances of Zen um, visible in Cobalt, uh, of course, coming from the Horizon EVM chain, uh, import Ethereum accounts, uh, create Ethereum accounts on our Horizon EVM, uh, the ability to switch between networks. Uh, this could be TokenMin network. This could be the EVM network, um, as well as some other uh, very, very exciting features that I can wait to, uh, wait to share with you all. So please consider these are under development, but we are very excited to be showing all of these different features uh, in the future releases of Cobalt as we support the EVM uh, project. So I think that's it from our side and back to you, Erika. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Angie. Uh, so now we'll do a quick marketing update. Um, so as some of you are aware, we are going to be transitioning away from the Weekly Insider, which is super exciting because we get to announce our new monthly podcast. Uh, so we'll be uh, using the podcast to provide short project updates, but also have an exciting topic for each monthly podcast that we do, where we'll welcome team members, partners, uh, community members and thought leaders in the space as guests uh, to discuss our topic. Um, so with the upcoming end of the weekly insider, our final one will be on December 12th. So we hope that you guys will all join us for that. Um, and we'll also be sharing a Google Doc uh, later this week for everyone to fill out to recommend topics and guests. 
Um, so moving on to our next bullet point, we had a fantastic mention of our upcoming EVM compatible sidechain in Cointelegraph's later, latest article um, about uh, basically web three and things that people are doing in the space. Uh, so we've shared that out on discord and we'll be sharing it on social socials shortly as well. And then uh, we also completed the token mint NFT competition. Uh, thank you all so much for participating. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we did announce our winners on discord. Uh, so be sure to check out to see if you uh, made it into the top 20 uh, however, our top three were C.H. Uh, Daniel, uh, Celesto, and Mona. Um, so thank you all again for participating. Uh, it was a lot of fun to see what you all created. And now we'll welcome Rob for the leadership updates and Q&A session. Welcome, Rob. Thanks, Erica. And I have to say, I'll keep this quick today. I know a little weird doing that, but... Um, first of all, I'm really pumped for the new uh, podcast format. I think this is great. Like uh, in every organization, I think we have to challenge ourselves to change uh, a lot and to not stagnate in any way. We've been doing these weekly insiders for a while now, and I'm very proud of what we've done. We've certainly conveyed a ton of information, and it provides just a kind of a longstanding archive of what's been going on in the project Things that are important, uh, technical updates, marketing updates, business updates, really everything that it takes to run a public blockchain ecosystem. I think it's just really cool that now we have a public record available for you guys in podcast format on YouTube, where you can go back at any particular week at any time over the last several years and see exactly what we're up to. Obviously, we, we supplement that with other uh, forms of information from quarterly updates and reviews and blog posts and news announcements and all that. Um, and you can obviously find us on Discord uh, all the time, right? We're always there. So there's definitely a ton of information for you guys. And before this, I remember when we first launched, we had Rolf and I doing like whiteboard sessions and weekly updates for you guys and bi-weekly, monthly. We, we tried different formats. And I think this last weekly insider format has been really good. Uh, and it really has served its purpose to be that kind of, uh, in a way, like consider it like a corporate record for a non-corporate entity. It's just, it's a record for you guys, for the community us being responsible and accountable to you guys and just making that available always into perpetuity. It'll reside as long as the internet's up, you'll be able to pick out any pieces of what we've been up to over the last several years and you know have at it and check it out. Um, going forward though, I think we're going to switch it up and we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, I, I think our attitude should always be one of experimenting, controlled experiments to change things up and see how things go. I'm really pumped for this uh, this new format because I think that like uh, we, in a way, what we do, if we just keep doing the same thing every single week can become too mechanical, too automated, um, just kind of regurgitating things for you. We don't want to do that. What we want to do is really curate just really cool stuff and important things and make sure that when you, when you, you know, uh, listen to the podcast or participate in the podcast or sense like, you know, suggestions for what we should be doing, uh, it's meaningful. And we definitely... Uh, cover what matters and make sure that Horizon is you know, one of the kind of on that forefront of thought leadership for the industry, as I think we will be over the coming years. Um, so that's it. We'll, we'll check it out. And if you guys hate it, let us know. Uh, we could definitely revert back to what we've been doing, but I suspect it's going to be pretty cool. And um, I think we're going to love it. So let's uh, see how that's going to go. 
The last thing that I want to mention before I open this up to Q&A, so we've been going undergoing a ton of really big, important changes uh, as an ecosystem and uh, the different entities that are part of this ecosystem from ZBF, the foundation, to Horizon Labs and some of our you know, really important partners that have been building with us, especially on the EVM side. Uh, a lot has changed and there are some really big announcements that we have for you guys in the coming weeks. Uh, I think all really good announcements announcements that the effect I hope will instill upon you guys that uh, you have really big and, and uh, you know, well-capitalized ecosystem partners like Horizon Labs that are just fully committed to making Horizon an awesome, you know, top-tier project. And uh, we have some other things announcing as well on just, you know, on the ecosystem governance side, uh, really coming through now fruition on some of the earliest goals that we had as a as a community as an ecosystem when we launched about uh, decentralizing things and expanding out that governance footprint really to think through the way these distributed ecosystems should be governed over time and I know we've gone through a journey together guys and the announcements that we have in the coming weeks or so should be I think very exciting news for everyone who's been following us for all of these years. And uh, the fact that we're finally coming through uh, and delivering on some of these early promises makes me, for one, extremely excited. So, and anyway, that's what I'll stop here with the last cryptic message, uh, hopefully leaving you guys tantalized and looking forward to the upcoming announcements. And we can open it here to some Q&A. Okay, great. I'm sure I speak for all of us where uh, we'll all be sad that uh, we won't be getting any of those beans spilling as much anymore, but I am also pretty excited for this transition. <laughs> Our lawyers okay. are love it. <laughs> all right. So the top three questions today. Um, so I'm probably going to mispronounce this a little bit, but does Horizon have any plans to add WASM as a language, W-A-S-M? Uh, you know, as of now, no active plans, but we certainly were thinking about it. Um, you know, to the extent that this actually starts competing with Solidity and EVMs for smart contracting, obviously, uh, if it starts taking more market share and people start using it more, it'll be higher up in our priorities. As of now, just say, know that we're cognizant of developments there, and it's definitely something that we have the optionality to put in. It's currently not our focus, though. And that's all I have to say about that. Erica, are you still there or maybe my connection's off? I I think I got disconnected just for a quick moment, but I was able to follow along on the uh, subtitles <laughs> that are automated for us. So it's okay. Cool. Okay, great. So on to question number two, when will the vote be held on the plan to remove privacy from the main chain and put it on the side chain? Wow. Okay. That's a big one. <laughs> um, I, I, I do get a sense that the community is elevating this issue, um, especially when you go to like our uh, Discord channels and people are talking about it. So uh, I think what we can do on our end is let's put together a Zenip and let's get that Zenip published um, so we can at least see what some of the options are and then just have a productive conversation about it as a community. So if we can, and I'll just make this commitment here, if we can publish a Zen app uh, you know, related to privacy and Horizon, uh, specifically 
for a coin transfer. I'd like to do that in December. And uh, then we can open up the, the conversation end of year with the community and just really go at it, guys. So everyone should participate in this conversation because it's a really big one. And we're going to have to figure out how we get a real sense of community sentiment you know, beyond just the people that um, you know, make the effort, which is important, to go and publicly debate either side of it. We need to make sure that we you know, effectively query the community, make sure that we understand what the you know, aggregate sentiment is. But anyway, I, I'm with you guys. I think that anything that relates to systemic risk for us as an ecosystem, we need to address, address it ASAP, and let's just dive in. Let's uh, stop, you know, uh, stop holding back on these things. Awesome. And we'll also make sure that we post uh, some information about Zen Ips this week on socials so that people are more aware. Um, okay, so third and final question for the week. Are your dev efforts on track? What are your long-term visions and goals for both Horizon and Horizon Labs? So they are. This is a really good question. It's certainly open-ended, um, but I'll, I'll say a couple of things. We, we've recently undergone uh, some significant changes on our technical leadership, and in, in process, we've been reorganizing some of the teams and how we work on the back end, and I, I'm really happy with the results. What we do have, though, and we have to acknowledge, and you know, some of our, our new engineering leaders that have put together just really current information um, on is that we have truly some substantial technical debt as an organization. Some of this debt, literally, I, I mean, a lot of it, literally adopted from Bitcoin, having a very messy code base there, um, going through you know, the Zcash from you know, the, the technology from which we derived our uh, Zencash in the early days, all the way through the stuff that we've been doing um, in a very delicate way with Zendu on top of this very old code base. And, you know, it's, it, you can just summarize a lot of this work as, uh, yeah, we've made substantial progress and we're, you know, we have a, an amazing team that's d delivery oriented, but we certainly do need to take a step back and just go through and methodically take care of some of this technical debt. So I'll leave it at that um, from just, the, you know, the, the scope of work perspective is I, I do believe that we need to make some substantial investments in reducing technical debt. And how this manifests in 2023 is TBD still. So the teams are putting together a couple of different paths. Maybe we do them in parallel where one is kind of a, uh, you know, a reformatting or modularizing, you know, the code base that we have. And the other one might be something entirely parallel. Uh, TBD, guys, but some really exciting conversations going on. In terms of how we execute, I think we're becoming an execution machine on the technical side. And this will certainly have dividends, like really big dividends that pay off uh, in the near future, but we certainly have to get over this hump of, again, technical debt. And once we do that, though, I, I am fully confident that the team now is being organized properly. The way we work is, is being structured properly. And the things that we're working on are being chosen properly. So all of these things have to come together. And we're working on all of them simultaneously. And I, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, so more to come, but uh, great question. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for those insights. That was all very exciting. Um, so that will be the last question of the week. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we hope you all have an excellent week. We'll see you again next Monday.